we have things we want to talk about? I mean, Whatever you want you to talk want about to. stuff. So. I have like uh, two, two or three things. Left. Yes, we'll go, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll, sure. we'll just try and make sure to not um, push you off the cliff. I guess. What do you mean? What, what do, do you mean? What, what do, do you mean? What do you mean by that? It's your brand, Ben. Yeah, I know. I always fuck up. Um, okay. <laughs> Another Great Mates podcast. Oh, another Great Mates podcast. What? What? That's no, just another episode. Of, like, ah, uh, I not, see. We're, we're I, thought, I thought you them. were launching it. I thought you were launching a new podcast without yes, me. I'm launching Mates Great. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, no. Welcome to this episode. Episode one thirteen. I think so. Oh my goodness, guys! God, <laughs> I am your host, Ben. As you. You can tell by the awful driving that I'm doing. And with me today is Josh. Hello. And Nick. I don't even try to intro, and my intros are still fucking better than this. I know. <laughs> I know, Nick. Uh, oh. I'm, uh, to look, be fair... I was rusty. I was rusty, and I'd yeah, suck at this anyway. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was going to say. Usually, Josh is like, hey, you're going to drive? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And because I'm on, like... Every You're two on... out of three weeks. Yes. Yeah. Nick should just start his own podcast. Yo, I would I would watch No, I I'm going to <laughs> completely lose time soon. I was depending. Oh, I, was I don't say, know. That's off air gonna... conversations, but we'll see. I was going to say that like I would watch I would listen to a Nick like a Nick comic podcast. Which is oh, I've been fucking trying to do a side thing for a while, so but cool. it's just it's getting the people well, it's more Jeez. not getting the people, but getting it all to work. Fair Logistics enough. Logistics-wise? Scheduling? Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Nick. Nick, you have a very, like... You Encyclopedic have a very knowledge? Not just that, but you have a very listenable personality. That makes sense. Like, you can... Yes, mm. I will take that as a compliment. Well, I mean, yeah. it is a compliment, but that's... Like, yeah. It is a compliment, but I'm curious yeah. to know what Ben means by like, listenable personality. Like, you ha- like, the way you present your ideas is really, like, interesting, cool, and I like it. Mm. Right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, as, can, as I've said before, and, okay, and I did I have say, two years of radio experience before yeah, this. Like, it can be Not like... Not that that was any good, but... <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, I, I wish mm-hmm. I still had tapes of my radio days. Bruh. The, oh, first cu- I, uh, the first couple of episodes I recorded, and like, on cassette tape, and then, Ooh, I mean, that was before I was living in Newcastle, so that's, ne- like, nearly 15 years ago. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Good, I, good old community radio. Ah, uh, community up. radio. But, yeah. So... <laughs> So, actually, before before I get you to do anything, Ben, why are you a rice cracker now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do tell. Okay, so, literally, this was on a whim yesterday. This literally... Okay, so, for those of you who don't know, I follow a Twitch streamer and dish rag, um, who I think I plugged a while. And, you um, did, yeah. I'm, like, very active in her community, 
uh, to the point where I would say I am friends with a lot of people. And one of my friends, Julian, um, <laughs> he went to like, uh, he went to a, a, like a store and he found a brand <laughs> of rice crackers called Bin Bin. And he sent it to me and he's like, what did he say? He was like, Bin, I found you. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then from there, this was on Discord. Uh, and I'm like, oh no. And so I was like, oh my Lord, hashtag face reveal. And I changed my Discord profile picture. So I'd already changed my Discord profile picture to something else that day. And I was like, ah, I can... So I was just, you know, wanted to spice things up. And then I changed again to the organic rice crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I posted on the Discord, the Discord for Dish's <laughs> Twitch thing, like as part of a the community Discord, right? I posted, I basically mm-hmm. just said, I've been catfishing you all, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a packet of rice crackers. Um, and from there, the, gro- the joke kind of slowly evolved. And then I tweeted out because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> and that's what... <sighs> so, 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 Bin is um, just a packet of Senbei rice crackers. Yes. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. There was, a, there was like a whole... My friend actually, he sent me a, a, the back of it. Uh, what does it say? For over 12 centuries, Senbei of sweet rice crackers found themselves on the table of those with discerning taste. Uh, and it goes on. But, oh yeah, savory taste of Bin Bin rice crackers. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a whole, there's just... <sighs> but yeah. So now, and then my friend Gabby, like, tweeted back and... It was a whole thing. It was just a whole thing. It's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is on Twitter. Oh, dear. Yeah. You know, I was scrolling through, I was like, what the fuck is he on about? What? Why? And why does he have... Why did his photo change Yeah, <laughs> to a packet of rice crackers? Yeah. Um, I, I changed my... I think I changed my... um. What did I... I changed my, my bio recently on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Because, okay, I, I'm edgy, and I know that I'm edgy. But, like, I kind of, like, looked at my, my bio and all my socials, and I'm like, that's just... It's just kind of cringe now. Like... What did I say? What it was? It was like, um, the asshole the world deserves, uh, waiting, uh, currently a young adult, uh, waiting for life to scream over or something, or like, and I'm like, it's funny, sure, but it's also just really, and it's, it's just like, I feel like my, my, like, brand has changed. I, I've gone from, like, the, like, really edgy, abrasive, loud piece of shit to, like, more of, like, please don't hurt me <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Still loud. Oh my though. god. Still loud. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm as vocal these days. And I think it's just born from the fact that, like, I've learned that people just don't give a fuck about your opinions. And, like, I should stop sharing them online. Like, if, like, if it's my, if, like, it's people I know IRL, I'll talk to them, sure, whatever. Oh, like, on the podcast, it's, that's different. But, like, mm-hmm. online, on Twitter, and on uh, Facebook, like, people don't, people don't care about your opinions. And they never, they never have and they never will, you know? then you're never going to, like, change someone's mind over a Twitter conversation or through a Facebook question. So I'm just going to, like, tweet out and share things that I think are relevant to me, whether that be, like... I think recently I saw a trend on Twitter about game devs um, retweeting a tweet as basically trans rights are human's right, human rights, and I will, like, retweet that kind of stuff. And, like, if anybody wants to argue with me, well, they can fuck right off. Um, yeah, like, I, like, shared something about, like, Dan Andrews the other week on Facebook... And this dude that I used to look up to as a mentor figure said something mm-hmm. bad. It's like, at first I was like, okay, you know what? Like, everyone has their own, like, political <sighs> views, right? And I'm not going to, like, hate you for not liking Dan Andrews, whatever. And, like, I'm, 
whatever. And then I checked, like, I went on to, because I hadn't talked to this guy in ages, but, like, he used to be a mental figure. So I went onto his Facebook profile pic, like, his profile, like, timeline, whatever. And uh, I found a very racist meme. And I was like, okay, you oh. clearly changed into someone that I do not want to associate with anymore. So I unfriended him. <laughs> oh. I'm like, I think I'm getting to that phase where I'm starting to lose patience with people who are, like, just... I just don't care anymore, like, you know? Mm. I've hit mm-hmm. that, I've hit that, like, point in my life, which is like, okay, I, d- I don't have time for people who don't give a fuck, and, like, who are clearly, like, m- my opinion, like, I don't want to be in an echo chamber, but I also recognize when there are people who are just being fucking toxic, and so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to, like, just cut those people out now, um, and I guess part of that is just not sharing, uh, not engaging in, in online conversation about opinions and stuff like that because i mean no matter what like me thinking that like everyone deserves public health care and someone else saying no they don't like that's me talking to that person is not going to change their mind if i'm going to do it over text over like you know through tweets or through facebook or whatever so and i'm trying to like slowly inch more towards like my my twitter game being a bit more memey <laughs> that makes sense anyway ah uh... So you, I you I'm become... Trying to, I'm trying to rebrand right now. <laughs> <laughs> to what? I don't know. I don't, like, I just I just don't want to be edgy anymore. Okay, then. Can I propose something? Yes. Could you change your to your brand to someone who is um, trying to understand what it means, uh, what a queer life crisis means? Look, <laughs> I understand what it means now, Okay. Actually, hold on. Okay, hold up. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I have, I have, I have, I have a gripe. I have a rant. Okay. Okay. Um, I bought hair dye from Arctic Fox last week. Oh, last week, right? What? Mm -hmm. What's O? Why are you owing? No, 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 no. no, I'm just curious. Keep going. It's the color is called Girls Night. It's a pastel purple, (laughs) and I really like it. Um. And I also bought hair. I also bought bleach and like. Um, what's the fuck? Oh, mate, mate, this is a this is wow. Yeah, I'm going straight. I'm going like I'm trying to like. This is this is. Um, I'm going all out because I'm like I'm a just, choice. I'm I'm really bored, mate. I I genuinely just am going all out. Uh, what's uh-huh. it called? It's the stuff that you mix with, like. I forgot what it's fucking called. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. Developer. That's right. I bought developer. Yes. The bleach. Fucking hell. <sighs> I bought bleach and yes. developer, right? Yes. From Priceline. In Australia. And you know yes. what came first? You know what came yesterday? First? What? In a FedEx package? The, um... The fucking hair dye. Which I bought from America, by the way. It ships from America. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they have, like, warehouses in Australia or whatever. Hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Why? Like I was expected the I expected the package of it. Actually, side note, I bought I bought something from my friend's website because they're an artist, and I bought something from them as a meme because it's a meme item. Um, and they're from Perth. They live in Perth, right? Oh, yes. Western Australia. They shipped it out two weeks ago. More than that now, mm-hmm. like on the tenth. Um, still haven't got it yet. Still hasn't come to my door. Yeah, that's oh, boy. Even in the state of Victoria. No, but, okay, here's the thing, right? I saw that it had arrived in Melbourne on the 19th. So I was just like... Yeah, maybe, yeah maybe, but stuff's yeah, not getting it's, processed it's, in Melbourne. That's the issue. It's that oh, stuff's getting to Melbourne. Are you serious? Yeah, because like, I'm having the same thing because I just buy a fuck ton of Star Trek stuff, and a lot of the guys are in Melbourne. And the thing is, yeah, it's just they can't process enough stuff at the Melbourne... Processing then center. How come I got my? How come then I got my fucking dye, hair dye from the from the states faster than I got my fucking shit from 
Queens from Western Australia. I don't get that. Like I do, I do know that there are some places that hold like not warehouses, but like mini warehouses, kind of in Australia. That's I, mean, I guess it's possible. So they. I could mean, they be. did like one of their things that I was going to buy from them. They don't sell in Australia. Like it doesn't ship to Australia. Uh, mm. It's like a, a bleach kit that they sold. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's that. So, uh, also, you know, I have actually been very seriously considering piercings as well, ever since you put it in my fucking brain. <laughs> hey, 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 I didn't, I didn't say that. Someone Brandon did. I can't remember that. who it was. Brandon. Okay, Brandon. Fucking, Brandon. I was just like, I really want those dangly earrings, because they look really cool. <sighs> oh. You can join Uncle Roger's pimp house. <laughs> pimp house. I don't think I'm fit Have enough to s- pimp yet. I need a. I need a. I need a. No, no, no. I need to go through a glow up. I'm, I'm also. I need to do that. You- I just need to like just fucking work out. I, I need to become a better me. <laughs> Uncle Roger accepts all, all people, all sizes. I know. I just. I've also just been noticing lately that I've like I get out of breath from like walking twenty minutes from oh just like walking and I'm just like oh you you have I need to start you have become less fit than me that's not good Ben I need to like I need to I just need to I need to just start working out again like just still going on runs Mm -hmm. because holy fuck I'm a fit right now like genuine I I looked at my face in the mirror the other day and I was just like. Like, I know that I'm big, and then, like, I can, like, quite easily, like, make a double chin, but I looked myself in the mirror the other day, and I'm like, I could start seeing the underneath of my, like, like of my chin. I was just like, I have, I unironically have a double chin right now. Like, I, I, I'm fat. <laughs> oh, I'm big. fucking fat. <laughs> and so, um, I need to, yeah, I just have to, like, I don't, I just don't have the motivation to work out, but also, like, I just, I need to. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I don't, like, I don't know where people get this, like, <laughs> bro, my ca- my cousin, you can, you he's, like, ask, 16 years old. You can ask me that whatever. question. <laughs> so, how? I, you're on that fitness craze right now, aren't you? You're, you're... <sighs> okay, here, here's the thing, right? right. As, as we have discussed previously on this podcast, at right. the start of lockdown, I started basically jogging, walking, running, like, mm-hmm. 6 to 10k every day. Oh, God. Um, and then it's become more or less like run 7k Monday to Friday. Um, since maybe July, I've started incorporating other stuff in, so like squats and all that. Now, most recently, as people will have discovered last week, um, myself and a couple of friends of mine are now on this proper, like, fitness thing. (laughs) So last week was, last week was upper body, yesterday was lower body, and now we are officially, like, doing routine shit. Um, so, uh, this is the thing. Um, I, I think my, okay, my initial motivation was get out of the house, like, Within, within, obviously, the confines of um, the suburb. Like, but just get out of the house. Mm-hmm. But then once my um, routine-seeking part of my brain got attached to the fact that, oh, this is not a bad thing to hold on to, um, then it became habit. Oh, my God. See? So now, the ha- now I can't give up the habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I, like, I have one friend who, like, 
I, I used to work out with because he's really just really good at like telling me how to work out because he's I mean mm-hmm. he's he's in the army so like whatever right he's my army friend um mm-hmm. and like we used to go to the gym every day at f- like far no five like six a.m. Oh wow! And like we wouldn't come, we were like we would we would do uh, weights and then we would do sk- swimming for cardio um, and like it was like a proper workout it was fucking good it was mm-hmm. fun um and like oh, man like. Like, but he was only, he's only down in Melbourne for like two weeks for us to go back on base. And so I didn't, it wasn't long enough for me to build a habit for me to just to go by myself. Mm -hmm. So like, now I'm just like, okay, I need to like, now I'm like, I need to just fucking do it by myself. I just have to, cause like the main reason why I used to go is cause my my friends went and like, I can't do that right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah. (sighs) Anyway. But yeah. Okay, I think I'm just gonna. I just have to. You know, I'm just gonna have to start doing. It. I'm just gonna have to just just do just, it. just just fucking do it. Just like no one, no one pushed me to do this. Yeah. Like I, at I the have, beginning, yeah, I have like a podcast stuff I could listen to that goes for like 40 minutes. I feel like that's enough time for like a jog. Yeah. So yeah, I listen to um, still broad J- uh, the Born Japan podcast. It's a really good podcast. Mm-hmm. I love Chris Broad. I love Peter Donaldson. I don't, yeah, Donaldson. Yeah. Um, great funny guys. Definitely listen to podcast. You know another thing I really love? What? Hades. Oh, oh yes, that Transition. is that is what you were talking about. Um yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think I don't I think I'm like in this state where I'm just listen, like watching and like uh, consuming a lot of Greek media. Like ancient Greek media. Mm-hmm. Um first was Hades Town, which is I guess like I mean it's American media, but it's that's a recontextualization of the Eurydice Eurydice and Orpheus myth. Uh, and also the Hades of Persephone, right? Yes. Um, and then Hades, the game by Supergiant, who also did Transistor and Bastion and Pyre, like just three amazing fucking games. I haven't played Pyre, but I have pl- I have tra- Bastion on my Switch and I have Transistor on my Switch, and I'm like, I just love those games so dearly. Like the art, the style, the atmosphere, just everything about them it just oozes, just amazing. And just the gameplay is so fun. It's just. Really good games, really good games. Um, but Hades, I think, is just, like, their magnumus, bro. Like, Hades is this fast-paced, roguelike dungeon crawler where you play as Zagreus, who is Hades' son. <sighs> just so much I love about this game. Just so much. It's like... Like, the way they've worked the story into the gameplay is so good. Because, like... Um, okay, for example, right? Every time you die in during doing a run in in this game, um, you 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 come back um, to the house of Hades because you play as again the son of Hades, and Hades is like um, trying to dissuade you from leaving, basically, and like trying to stop you from leaving um, Hades to to find um, Persephone, your mother. Uh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. If you know, if you know, I mean, if you know Greek myth, you know that Zagreus is the is the son of Persephone. So whatever. Um, and like in the House of Hades, there are like multiple other characters you can talk to before you go out on your run again. You can talk to um, Achilles. You can talk to Hypnos and Nyx um, and, uh, and Medusa, who's called Dusa in the game, and <laughs> Dusa is literally just a floating head. <laughs> I love that so much. Um. But yeah, you like go on runs and um, every time you go on a run, you like start to, I mean, it's it's a roguelike and the whole point of roguelikes, every time you go on a run, you get better at the game. You like figure out which power ups and which weapons you like better, 
how you like to play and stuff like that. And I figured out my rhythm with that game now and like over the course of two days. <laughs> so mm. I'm at a point where I can get to the final boss quite easily, but the final boss is just hard. It's so hard. <sighs> Man. Um, but yeah, and so <laughs> one of my favorite things about this game is like how you, you build relationships with the other, like the NPCs in like the game. So like I, <laughs> uh, as Zagreus, I, I tried to romance Achilles, but you can't, which I mean, it sucks, but whatever. Um, I tried to romance Achilles, but there's a point where you keep giving him, um, this is, uh, it's like a dating sim where like, you know, how in dating sims, you like gift <laughs> people stuff and that's how you increase your like affection level with them mm-hmm. in this game you give them the nectar of the gods right um or nectar or whatever uh and that's how you increase your affection level with someone um mm-hmm. and you can <laughs> i think you can romance at this point you can romance um uh, magera thanatos medusa and someone else that i can't remember the name of god i can't remember the name of the, the, the fourth person right now um but Magera is the first Fury, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Thanatos is obviously the god of death. And then... Oh, Hypnos, I think, is the other one. Hypnos, who is this bro- the brother of Thanatos. Um, and Medusa, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know this at the start. I just thought, like, oh, you can romance whoever, but you can't, obviously. <laughs> uh, so I started trying to romance Achilles, but I couldn't. Because Achilles... This is something I never fucking realized. I didn't even know this. Um, Achilles had a lover... Uh, called uh, Patroclus or Patroclus, however you fucking want to pronounce his name. Patroclus. Um, Patroclus. I don't fucking know how to say his name. Um, but like, like, I like. Okay, this game is really like gay in the sense of like ancient Greek. It's like it's true to its roots. It's just very dude bro gay. Like that's the only way I can describe it. It's like. It's like, imagine, like, a locker room full of, like, really buff dudes, but they were, like... So, so and you're, like, you're very saying mas- mask like, for very mask. Like, very masculine, like, very, like... Yes, like, yes, alpha. literally, this is... Yes, mask for mask. Yeah, and... But they were gay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I yeah, mean. That's yeah. Mask for mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah okay, okay, look, whatever, look. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the only way I can really describe this game. Because, like, oh, man, and every... Sorry, every single, like character in this game oh my god attractive <laughs> mm. like just Dionysus like Dionysus is probably my favorite out of all of the, the, the like Greek gods that they have portrayed he's just this like laid back dude with like purple hair that's like super wavy and like got grapes and stuff oh man he's just <sighs> sometimes I forget that he's like a manic like fucking dude like he's just insane anyway um just yeah every like every just every character in that game is just oozes this like cool energy anyway um but yeah oh that was my i also realized that hercules is the roman pronunciation and they actually heracles it's not heracles right i I didn't know that heracles was a thing i was just like why But anyway, just, I love the game so much. People should play it and, and just, yeah. Oh, also, I learned that you can, you can, this is spoilers, by the way. This is now actual spoilers. You can romance both Megara and Thanatos, who I was going to romance anyway. Uh, now that I can't romance Achilles, I'm going to romance Megara and Thanatos. Um, mm-hmm. you can romance those two without, um, without it affecting 
each the relationship with either of them. <laughs> so oh, uh, open <laughs> relationship. Open do relationship. Also, Thanatos, Thanatos is like, man, bro. Again, why do they have to make every single character in this game like attractive? The only the only character that I don't find attractive is Hypnos and Hades. Like, hang on, let me have a look and see what what the art style is like. Look at look up Thanatos. Cause like, uh, bruh, Thanatos, that middle, that mid, oh man. Oh, there's a lot of, um, what? There's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh energy just exuding from this. A lot of Yu-Gi-Oh energy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's big Yu-Gi-Oh, there's big Yu-Gi energy in this. I mean, that's, it's, um, it's, it's a different art style from what they used to look up, um, Transistor and it's, I mean, it's similar to Transistor actually. Hmm. Uh, I, a little I think, bit. I think I prefer Transistor's art style purely because mm-hmm. it's atmospheric, but the like character design is on point. And like, oh, one other, another thing I really love about this game is the fact that they didn't portray all the like all the like Greek gods are like as just like white people. <laughs> oh yeah, like because the one that you yeah. showed us, Dionysus is Dionysus not white. is brown, I think. Um, Athena's black. Uh... Eurydice's black, I think. Oh, I mean, she's a nymph, right? So she's half like tree person, but um, ethnically she looks black. Mm-hmm. Um, Orpheus is white, but like <laughs> they portrayed Orpheus as like this emo, like <laughs> oh, so much like, like Hades emo, Town, white, emo goth white kid. <laughs> it's the fucking best. So, so it's Hades Town OG version. Um, 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 um. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Megara is like. Megara's Megara. She's a demon. I don't know. I can't really... She doesn't have an ethnicity. Um, but yeah, they're, like, very diverse. Um, even, like, Zeus isn't depicted as white. He's, like, racially ambivalent. Not ambivalent. Ambiguous. Oh, ambiguous. Whatever. <laughs> so, fuck, look, I'm, my brain is not working right now. But I just like how they've, they've decided to do that. Like, mm-hmm. like it might not be, quote-unquote, true to whatever we, like, see Zeus as, I guess. But then again, a lot of, like... Modern depictions of Zeus is like because of the Renaissance and or like Middle Ages where they made everything white, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. like they made Jesus white instead of Jewish. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, I I just like how they they've decided to diversify, you know. Yeah. So so what I'm hearing you say, Ben, is that you'll um basically become Dionysus cosplay Dionysus in the um, future. Um, dude, I. Yo, actually, you know what? You could. I could. I really could. Yeah, and you I, just gotta oh, get. Man, I just have to get fit. All I have to do is yeah. get fit and then dye my yep. hair. Yo, actually, this is yo. You've just implanted in something in my brain that I good. I'm good. gonna do this. Holy shit! Next, next uh, packs. Next packs. I'm going as. <laughs> I'm going as Dionysus. One year is a good enough time to get like fit. Sure, there should be enough time. Yeah, he's also just like such a beautiful man. Oh man. The animal skin, the fucking, like, grapes, ugh. Just every, like, he's just a sexy man. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, I definitely wanna... I, yeah, fuck. Now, I, I have to, I have to cosplay Dionysus now. I have yeah, to. Yeah, you do now. There's I've, no, there's no turning back, bitch. I fucking have to now. I have to grow out my hair. Yep. Grow out your hair, dye it, and then get fit. Okay. Easy. All right. Easy. You've well, got time. I guess I'm not cutting my hair for like the next six months. <laughs> oh, I was going to cut my hair soon. I'd like... Mm-hmm. You know what I'll do? I'll cut my hair, and then I won't I won't touch it until until, until PAX. Until PAX. Mm. God. 
We even have like a very similar hair type. I like looking at like a picture of Dionysus. And I, yeah. Oh my god. Right, Curly like, hair. I guess I'm doing. Don't even this. have to do anything except diet. Yeah. And hopefully by then, I'll, like, well, I'm going. The thing is, I'm going like, I'm going like as blonde as I can before I put the hair down to make it pastel. But we need we I need photo evidence of the blonde back, so I can just dye it purple normally. True. Just have to bring it up by like one or two shades. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Oh a blonde-haired bin. We need photo evidence. Of me as blonde. With blonde hair. As blonde. <laughs> God. <sighs> How long do you reckon it would take me to grow my hair? Um, does your hair grow long in summer? I have no idea. Does it grow fast? It grows... I mean, I went bald completely last year, but it took me six months to grow that back to, like, what I usually have. Hmm. Maybe... My, girl, my hair doesn't really grow that fast. Uh, it'll be fine. I'll look it up. I'll look up what all, like, there's probably, like, things I can do that'll help, that won't, that'll promote hair growth. <laughs> I think Blood and Bone does that. <laughs> Rogaine. <laughs> Rogaine. No, hair just transplant. some Blood and Bone, water and some blood sun. Blood and Bone. Yeah. Toothpaste. Just casually. Keep it thick. Know sacrifice the blood of anyway um i could just sacrifice my own blood because i am a vir- anyway um, oh, oh boy <laughs> jesus <laughs> um yeah so, so, okay. so basically what bin is trying to say is that he'll fuck anyone from this game um essentially yeah no i'm not even i'm not i like i'm not even stressed about that the fact that i have put that out there in old because <clears throat> every basically everyone in this game is, is attractive like you know what's funny what? i think uh, I mean, I think I'm more attracted to to Megara than I am to Aphrodite in this game, which is saying something. Because I mean, Aphrodite is like a goddess of love and whatever, and like passion mm-hmm. and, and sex. I just yes, I, I, her character design is really nice, but uh, I also think they you... could have done more with it because she's basically just naked. <laughs> I'm just like okay, <laughs> like cool. And then Megara is just okay. Then again, also Megara is a fury who like okay. Maybe there's just some things I need to like think about and I need to talk to myself about. <laughs> Because Megara is technically okay. anyway. Need to I, let's not get that. into this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you walked yourself into this bin. I know. I just, I, uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just, I'm exploring my, um, myself. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> Isn't that what every teenager does? I didn't get to do that as a teenager because my parents were like, Ah, uh, they were like hawks. So um, now I'm in my 20s and I'm doing it instead. What's again, up? Again, a very, a very, um, crew life crisis I'm sort just of a late vibe. Boomer. Yeah, I'm just like a late bloomer. Also, please. <sighs> I guess, I guess. I will, I will concur. I will, you win this one. <laughs> What do you mean? I always, I always win. Baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. if you haven't played Hades, go play Hades. It's amazing. Is it free? Uh, no. Uh, it's uh, like I have to sacrifice money for this. It was like game. forty bucks. I got it on. Oof. I got it for thirty. I got it for thirty on Switch. But it's a oh. super giant game, and like, it just the pedigree alone is worth like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. I would have paid sixty bucks for this game. <laughs> Oh, you would have paid full price. I would have, but it's it's like forty bucks, thirty seven on Switch. Last time I checked, uh-huh. um, it's a great Switch game because it's like pick up play. 
you know, you do one run, probably take mm-hmm. you 20 minutes max if you, like, get to the end. Because um, there's, like, four... There are, like, four stages, and so there are, like, four major bosses in each um, in each zone. Um, but, yeah, like, highly, highly recommend. I c- highly recommend. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you guys? How, how are y'all doing? <laughs> how, are you, how are you guys holding up? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, what has been going on this past week? I think, aside from the fitness thing, mm-hmm. uh, nothing, like, nothing different to the usual at the moment, and the usual is trying to keep on track for milestones and all that fun stuff in time for graduation, so, um, yeah, that... And then, obviously, the never-ending um, job hunting, so. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, yeah, well, that, and then I bit the bullet and um, have joined Patreon, and I'm on, uh, like, I've, I'm now a patron for um, Canto Mando, which is fun times. Nice, um, nice. So, yes, their Discord is, um, how, how, how can I word this? Interesting. Uh, interesting. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of women on this, this on this Discord. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not to surprised. be fair, I'm these are surprised. three these are three Chinese Canadian boys. So you know, yeah. I guess take that as you will. <laughs> I actually, the Discord I'm a part of, there are more men than women, but the more of the active users are women. Because mm. like. Yeah, no, I get that vibe from this one too. I think I think it's just like um, I don't want to say this because this streamer is my friend, um, but I feel like her like like audience she has is definitely more geared towards men. But mm-hmm. that being said, that being said, a lot of the, again, a lot of the people who engage in the community properly are female, and I think that's just like mm. I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange thing that I've noticed, but it's mm-hmm. cool because. Um, Again, I've made I've made a lot more female friends on this Discord than I have on like in any other online community mm-hmm. that, I'm a, that I'm a part of. Um, even on the like when we, back in the Slack days, I think that I only really like talk to. I don't even know. I, I mean, I talk to everyone like um, like Olivia and Anastasia, obviously all the Aussies and stuff. But then apart from that, like you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess we have the snap, like the Snapchat as well. But on the Discord that I want, like for the dishes, like channel, I'm a uh, yeah. I I have a lot more viewers. Mmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's right. Um, I went and um supported my friend because they play uh Taiko. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, their Taiko group got invited to perform at the Moon Festival celebrations in, um, like Brisbane's like historical Chinatown, um, mm-hmm. over the weekend. So when it's hoarded them, um, yeah, it's, it's just, we, I guess, um, for people who are from Brisbane or who know Brisbane, like the Valley, um, and that part, like, which has historical Chinatown in it. Um, I don't know, like. In this sort of like COVID COVID times, it's very weird to see it very quiet, um, not as busy. 
because this was Saturday that I went in um, to go and support them. My friend, I was just like, hmm. I mean, it's pretty much like it's fairly on brand for given what, everything going on. Right. So, yeah, but it's just very strange to see it not as busy because usually, especially like if Chinese New Year would have been pretty hectic as well. And mm-hmm. like Chinese New Year this year was pre, yeah, before a sort of lockdown happened. But yeah, like this year, Moon Festival, like managed to, you know, have a look see and yeah i don't know it's like it's it's we're living in times that are um force forcing people to i guess reevaluate like you know the risk yeah of going out and yeah. um all of that so question mm. is taiko mm-hmm. is taiko something your friend has been doing since they were like a kid or is it uh, no something uh, more recent since i think they they joined taiko when they started learning japanese like oh, okay. um at a university level so they right, right. joined they they did a japanese language course and then from there got f- into taiko through like the group through market day or whatever so oh interesting um like cuz like my friends now you know out workforce mm-hmm. um so they went they were like deployed regional for like 2 years so they weren't actually able to yeah, like um, practice. Train as regularly as they would have. Um, but now mm-hmm. that they're back here in Metro, um, <laughs> yeah, they've, and, and I guess now that, you know, for Queensland, we had restrictions sort of start lifting. So right. Taiko training came back on. So they got roped in and they <laughs> performed again. So uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I bought an instrument recently as well. Um, I'm not good at it yet. <laughs> What are I, you? I bought, what are you trying to learn? I I bought a keyboard. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, I learned I, I learned I learned Saria's song from Ocarina of Time because it's one of my favorite songs. And I just want mm-hmm. to learn how to play it. Not that hard. Play it with one hand. Um, yeah, if you're playing melody, it's yeah. not hard. <laughs> but I need to figure out the. I forgot this. I don't know what this like. You know how like okay, I can read sheet music in the sense that I know I can look at the notes. And I can, yes. it'll take me a minute, but I'll, yes. I'll work out what the notes are by looking at it, yes. right? Yes. One thing I don't know about, cause I, I know, okay. I, all my experience from reading sheet music is from when I used to play the trumpet. Uh huh. So when I look at piano sheet music, I see yes. that there are two bars. One has a treble clef, one has a bass clef. And yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I, I can recognize the bass clef is obviously stuff that I, that's below middle C, right? Like, yes. And I'm like, generally to, speaking, just, like, my brain doesn't, when I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, second line. And I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't, that's not how it works. <laughs> so I'm like trying to get used to that. Like the fact that we get, like they have the two and they usually have the little bracket that like connects the two lines to tell you that like, oh, you have to use two hands for this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's doing the chords and stuff. Oh, I learned, I learned like a few, like two chords. I know, I know a chord from C major and I know C minor. I don't know. Like, I don't know the words. Oh. I don't know. The, I, I'm not a music theory, like whiz, although I enjoy <laughs> learning it. It is kind of cool. Um, but yeah. It is. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Why? I mean, why? <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, got, I'm just no, curious to see no, you. No, I'm scared. <laughs> Why? I'm just curious to, to, to see Why how you're going to progress. Um, because I 
being the peak Asian right, that right. I was born into. Mm-hmm. Um, did piano when, when did I start? When did my Do you grandparents have force me? No, we are not doing that <laughs> running joke. I don't actually. Um, I have fat fingers. I have really fat fingers. Like this is when I'm what sorry when I say that I just mean that my I'm very clumsy at using which is I like uh-huh. I guess that makes sense because I only just started learning how to play um, yeah but yeah no it's you're saying <laughs> um when did my grandparents force me to learn piano when I was like maybe four jeez um and we're talking like you know oh sit for the um Cambridge College of Music you know that that sort of structured like grade mm-hmm. 1 through grade 8 in terms yeah. of music stuff um i stopped doing that formal structure um when i was 10 so i'd mm-hmm. already been playing like piano for 6 years but i've always known that my so my um left hand is always shit mm-hmm. um so i never i actually never play what is what is traditionally on the bass clef anyway mm-hmm. so i actually improv um and people who know improv. me i i improv the bass based off of chords mm-hmm. um and people who know me friends who listen will will actually know how i play um i i can also play guitar i can play songs also purely from guitar chords Damn. so i i guess cuz my family were you know played guitar and i would usually use that mm-hmm. that instead of having proper sheet music so i actually mm-hmm. learned um how to gauge melody based off of that and it, it's kind of like an efa music sort of thing mm-hmm. um that's sort of been drilled into me but yeah um i i'm very shit at left hand so don't worry if you are also shit at left hand you just then improv chords arpeggios all that fun shit that comes along with it um right hand's easy <laughs> because it's melody and if you, it, it, that is really what you need to carry okay something um but yeah okay okay oh my god all right i'm a tree i'm a tree <laughs> i'm a tree um but yeah i yeah yeah i wish i really learned i like i wish i continued learning trumpet uh, after year six and just like actually actively did because my parents my parents never encouraged me to like learn an instrument but i enjoyed it i thoroughly enjoyed learning an instrument as a child um except for the recorder because that sounded like shit um <laughs> so primary school was an ergo but yeah there's i just like this is something i find really funny because like i and we talked about this last time i was on here is that when i like when I think about a lot of the stuff that I used to do as a kid that I really enjoyed, like, at school, like, I enjoyed being the stage manager for for our musical that we did. Like, it was the first musical ever that our school did, even though I fucked up twice, um, and once majorly, but whatever. I, I actually enjoyed the process of going to rehearsal, um, and, like, making sure everyone was doing their job and, like, making sure everything was, like, running smoothly. Uh, I enjoyed the creative aspect of, like, figuring out how to, like, do the sets and stuff, because, like... Fuck that shit was hard. <laughs> um, and then, like, um, when I was in year six, like learning um, trumpet, because I went to a private school at that point, and at private school they make you learn actual instruments. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, learning the trumpet was a lot of fun. Um, 
just like all the creative stuff that I did that wasn't drawing and like ha- like more hands-on stuff, I thoroughly enjoyed. Now I'm like an adult and I'm like doing a course that I enjoy, which is film or am going into that field. I'm just like, why didn't I like, why did I ever listen to my parents? Like, why didn't I just pursue creative stuff as a child into high school? Like I would have had a much better time now and I would have been more figured out now um, in terms of what I like my style and everything. Cause now I'm like, I'm someone who, I'm someone who's very, um, very critical of myself, and I, I, I'm also like, I don't have any confidence in, in, in a style, and I feel like a lot of the things that I do creatively mimic other things, and so when I'm like creating, I always find it hard because I'm just like, I, just, I, I just feel like I'm copying people and then just adding a twist, which I feel like what is what most creatives do these days anyway. But I just, I, f- I don't feel original, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and so. It's like tough because I'm just like, I, I, again, I just don't feel like I have a sense of style. And so I don't have anything I can go to and look towards when I'm like, um, making stuff. And I like, I know the things that I like, you know, but I don't know how to replicate the things that I like. For example, I know I like Wes Anderson films. I know I like, um, the like, the color theory and the like, the just the like design of his sets and stuff, but that's something I don't know how to replicate. <laughs> I don't know anything about, I don't know a lick of color theory, you know? Like, I know, I know that, you know, like, red and blue are, like, opposites or whatever, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's, like, the extent, <laughs> right? I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I should, I really should have pursued more creative stuff, and I should have really recognized that as a, as a teenager, in my teenage years, and been like, okay, Here's what I know I like. Because, again, and I, I start, the thing is, I recognize it too late. I knew that in year 12, I, I started, I picked up the trumpet again in year 12. Mm-hmm. And I, because, like, I knew that I enjoyed doing that. I almost joined an acapella group. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, I joined the, like, acapella choir thing. I don't know. It's like a school run thing in, like, year 11 or something. And I was just like, oh, this would be fun. Just to, like, learn how to sing. Didn't do anything with that. Um... <laughs> Now, now I want to learn how to sing. I want to learn how to like actually sing on on like on like in tune, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? Because I think it's yes. like just a cool skill to have. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that I've, I look back on my childhood and I was like, why didn't I invest more in this? Another thing that from my childhood that I feel like I should have invested more in that I just did, haven't for some reason, Bollywood movies, right? Mm-hmm. And this leads me to the next thing I want to talk about, um, which is. Holy shit, Bollywood movies are actually kind of decent. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I am... Um, so, okay, my... The Discord that I'm a part of, that Dish, you know, uh, has, it's her, like, server. Um, we... So, I'm... I always feel weird when I say this, but I feel like I'm a quote-unquote prominent member of that community, and I organize movie nights um, for, uh, like, for the, for the community, so we can watch movies together. Uh, and recently we watched Three Idiots Together, which is a, a, a Bollywood movie about three engineering, um, cult, cult, three students who go to an engineering college, uh, who become friends. And like the timeline is, so there's two timelines. One is like in the future where they're looking for their friend Rancho, um, cause he's gone missing. Uh, and then, um, I, te- and then 10 years back, it's them in, in, um, in college doing the engineering course together and like like the the shenanigans that them and Rancho used to get up to and stuff. Um and like so the movie itself I I can't recommend it <laughs> really because there's just a lot of like 
so, okay, trigger warning, major trigger warning right now. Um, the movie really deals with suicide a lot. Like, it's very heavy-handed about it. Um, I think, like, in the first 20 minutes, there's, a su- there's like, a very clear, like, scene of suicide where someone hangs himself. Um, and then, like, towards the end half of the movie, like, towards, the, like, third act, um, one of the main characters jumps off a building. Um, he doesn't die, though, but... Yeah, like, suicide is very much, a, like, suicide and, like, mental health is, like, a big, like, thing in this movie, which is something I didn't expect in a, in a Bollywood movie from 2009, like, um, but it's just, yeah, I, I don't think it, like, handles it particularly well, um, but it's, it's still, like, trying, like, Ranchner is this guy who's just, like, I don't think that, like, we put too much pressure on people, kind of guy and i think that's a really good message to have like the message is good execution is a little sloppy that's the only thing um but i would definitely recommend it for people who are like into into <laughs> who are like wanting to watch bollywood but don't know where to start i don't know make it maybe three this is a bit like hard my point is i just went on a whole tangent about this movie in suicide which is whole thing my point is that i kind of am interested in in like actually exploring Bollywood now and like the like genre because um well, not genre but like the industry because it's it's something I grew up with and then I stopped watching because I just I thought it was cringy because it's like oh it's just they're basically just musicals um and then I'm you know I look back at myself I'm like you're a fucking idiot younger me for thinking that um because these movies are actually kind of nice um so now I'm like. <laughs> I'm asking all my like friends who like watch Bollywood movies like, do you have any you have any uh, suggestions? I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know me of all people, I want to watch Bollywood movies. But yeah, I do. I kind of like, and I heard they've gotten like a lot better in terms of like the execution of a lot of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um something I've just wanted to do recently, which is explore. Cinema that my, especially that my mom grew up with. My dad, not so much. He did watch Bollywood movies, but he didn't grow up with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Grew up? Grew, grew up? I don't know. <laughs> so, so the, the theme for you now is uh, basically trying to um, relive, well, not, not really relive, um, experience all the stuff that you didn't get a chance to when you were younger. Kinda, yeah. Honestly, again, again, big, big moods from previous things that we've talked about before. Uh, I'm just going through a phase where I'm like, a phase. I don't want to call it a phase. I'm going through a, a point in my life where I'm revisiting things that I, I. And I'm, I'm a massive nostalgia hound anyway. As, a, as like, mm-hmm. a, just as a person, I love. Like, I was talking to my friends, and I was like, I was like feeling nostalgic about something that happened literally six months ago. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, it wasn't even that long ago. I was like, from this year. And I was like, oh, I'm, like, it was kind of nostalgic. Like, they're like, Ben, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a, like, a, a point where I'm, like, trying to reconnect with my identity and, like, trying to figure out, um, I'm, like, dismantling myself right now and, like, figuring out what I really like and don't like and, like, trying to actually set, like, hmm. I'm just trying to figure out who I am. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just where I'm at. And I think mm-hmm. that, like, it's something I should have done when I was a teenager, but I never got the chance to because of pressures <laughs> within the household. 
um, because I was trying to live up to this expectation of a kid that my parents thought I was, even though I wasn't, um, an expectation that my, my, my parents' friends thought I was and that I wasn't, um, but yeah, I'm at this point where I'm just like, fuck it, bro, just, I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want, I'm gonna bleach my hair, I'm gonna dye my hair, I'm gonna get tattoos, I'm gonna get a piercing, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna be Dionysus. <laughs> I thought you did you say I'm gonna fuck dot 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 I'm gonna fuck Dionysus. <laughs> oh hello <laughs> Hashtag what is that? Hashtag uh be gay do crimes. I don't know man, I'm just like I'm just I'm in a I'm in a place right now, man. I'm just like It's what we call a mood bin. I mean what we mood. call a mood. I just I'm just trying to figure myself out. I don't know who I am. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh my god. And I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> Mm, interesting. I'm trying to figure myself out, and you can mm. extrapolate whatever the fuck you want from that, listeners. <laughs> if the if the listeners are smart enough, they would have picked it up. They already. probably would have picked it up by now. Um, uh-huh. I might, you know, I might talk about it next time. Um, if I feel comfortable, because like it's not like my parents listen to this, and I, it's the it's the only thing like <laughs> the specific thing that I'm alluding to, which uh, by now you would have figured it out. Um, if you haven't, you're dense. Um, wow. <laughs> I think my parents are the only one, like, only people I think I haven't talked to it about. Um, mm. or, like, told them. <laughs> and I plan on telling them anytime soon. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you, you could, you could do it all in one go. Yeah. I just, um, I don't know, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm just in a space where I'm just, like, trying to figure myself out. That's all it is, you know? In your own time, though. Yeah, it just these things do take time. These things yes. do take time, and it's um, yeah. I, I I feel like this is a discussion I need to have off <laughs> off off the mic because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there are things that I want to like. There's things I need to think about, and like my brain is just having a hard time to like. What the fucking fuck, you know? <laughs> Discombobulate. Mm. Twelve hours remix. <laughs> that is a funny meme, by the way. Do you know that meme? No. The discombobulate. It's like some Sherlock Holmes, the movie. It's like, what's uh-huh. about Robert, Robert, Robert and Junior? And it's, it's like, um, there's this part where he's like in a, he's like in a, a fucking underground fight club or some shit. And it's like, it's the part where he's like thinking about how to like defeat his opponent in like this boxing match or whatever. And he's just like, oh, it's like, hook to the jaw, discombobulate. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. It's a funny meme. Anyway, Nick, how you doing? Oh, yeah. You know, you live. You live. Neither here nor there. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's getting to crunch time for me and decision time and, you know. Decision all... time. Do you want to elaborate or no? No. No? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. <laughs> I don't know. Been got the Mario All-Stars and got my... Old PS3, so that should keep me uh, thinking for the next two weeks and try to get some assignments done. And yeah, I don't know. I'd, I've not much changes with me week to week. It's just fair enough. The same old, same old, really. I need to ask: Did you have you have you gone through a similar thing that I'm going through? I feel like this is a weird question to ask, but like, have you have either of you really? Because like. Especially something that like happens. I don't. I don't feel like this happens to a lot of people in their twenties, where they're just like. But also, I feel like it also happens to a lot of people that in their twenties. Because I know that my one of my close friends from high school, 
both me and him were talking about like this is okay this is a conversation we've never had before me and this friend of mine from high school like we're like really close friends this guy's in my inner circle which is saying a lot because i have a like not to brag but i have a lot of friends right and like my inner circle is like three people it's like my best friend this guy and another guy right mm-hmm. the guy that i used to like go to gym with right this guy is in my inner circle we've never had this conversation before ever um in high school we mainly ever only really talked about video games and like you know stuff like like just nerd shit right like like typical like nerd stuff which is fun and all and especially in high school because i was a nerd and whatever i am a nerd anyway um we're like talking about like i was talking about like this i really wanted this like jacket or something and i was talking about like like this how i liked the jacket and he's like oh yeah and then we started like we got onto the topic of like style and he started explaining to me like what he likes to wear and like things that he would wear if he had more confidence and like his quote-unquote fashion and i was just like like the image of him in like the like the clothing he wants to wear is so different to the way he actually presents himself and i was just like to him i was just like we should we should just do that one day we should just go out buy some clothes like that and just fucking wear it and he's like yes i want to do that and like so okay to explain he's a nerd like a like a proper like like (laughs) scrawny white nerd (laughs) you know like typical scrawny white kid nerd right and he he his aesthetic is like more punkish he likes to wear like leather jackets and like um think um have you guys you guys haven't played night in the woods have you no okay hold on um i'll see if i can find this is such a weird thing to look uh look up um may m-e-m-a-e from night in the woods it's like a cat but like like that's the kind of vibe he wants to give off anyway um and like recently he bought like his he got nail polish from his older sister and he's been trying to like figure that out and i'm like fuck man like do like He's the only other person that I know of who's, like, in their 20s trying to figure their, like, identity out through, like, external representation other than just me, right? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to present myself to the outside world now. <laughs> and, like, how um, internally, like, what's going on in my brain internally, how I want to, like, express that visually, which is, like, through what I wear and stuff. And, like, my hair. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I I just I I don't know like if I know if, I feel like a lot of twenty people's in the twenty people in their twenties like early twenties go through that stage where they're like reconfigurating their identity and like trying to like present themselves better than they did as a teenager. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like and I'm so I'm asking now my so my question is now uh, have you guys gone through something similar and if so please help. <laughs> uh, for about three days. And Only three days. Yeah, it wasn't long, but. I mean, it was probably longer than that, but there was like a small period of time where it's where I was trying to adjust to maybe trying to be a bit more um, adult, I suppose. Adult. Hmm. What do you mean by that? <laughs> like trying to have more of a like mature, like yeah, look and attitude <sighs> and stuff. It's not so much I want to look mature, it's more just I want to look more myself. Like, Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But, like, I am very... They, how old would I have been then? Maybe 19? Maybe 19? Maybe... Yeah, I would have been 19. Right. And just kind of being like, what do I want? Like, what do I feel comfortable 
in being and I think also trying to find like my place and I was like oh I'll try a more not formal look but a bit more classy I suppose the word would be but right I've just kind of decided that fucking t-shirt and chinos is my look flat out when I'm doing something quote-unquote official it's chino and a polo shirt but other than that I don't own a lot more clothes wise and I'm pretty happy with my appearance generally. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel mm. it's I feel it's something that like late teens, early twenties, yeah, you have this kind of growing pains moment. But I mm-hmm. think by, you know, mid twenties you kinda just fall into a niche and mm-hmm. are pretty comfortable with it. Right. I don't know. Okay. It, it it could take a bit of time, but mm-hmm. you know. I've, yeah. I've, I mean, I guess it's different for everyone. Like, for also, me, I... also, I feel like I I don't feel like you had a big teenage rebellion. Generally, never, did you? I didn't know. No. So this is also part of that. I guess this is also yeah. So this is your now chance there, where you've got a little bit more independence mm-hmm. financially in that. Yeah. We can kind of. Just do what I want. <laughs> and I think and I think that's kind of now, you know, a lot of people talk about this this negative, like, I know millennial is such a weird <laughs> oh term God. because the only right. of the three of us, Josh and I are the only millennials. Right, yeah. But this whole idea where, or the quarter life crisis kind of thing. Generation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not generation, but this Just whole like, idea of like, it's... Like your mid, like early mid twenties, where you're kind of trying to, like you change stuff up. You try to find who, mm. who you are, and I think that's kind of because there's not so much of a teenage rebellion anymore. I, I mean, people mm-hmm. still definitely do, but I think that yeah. there's now. I the thing is that like I feel like I feel like amongst um, my my friends from high school who I need to preface have a very different cultural heritage than I do. Yeah. Um, like they all had a chance in their teen years to like really like, I guess express themselves as they wanted to be. Um, and the best example, other than like the only other person I can think of again, who's going through something similar to me is someone who was very like, anxious as a child like as a teenager so he didn't really do anything new but now that he's an adult he's a bit more open to the idea of trying new things Mm -hmm. um but like my best friend has always been very sure of himself and very like he's always had like um not like social confidence but like like a confidence in in him in his identity and like he knew who he was like he's always kind of known who he was he's never really needed to like quote-unquote experiment with with like looks and stuff um because he just knew what he liked from an early age and like never again never like experimented really um and i think part of that is because like his parents were very much just like chill and like just let him do what he wanted and so now he's like this adult who's just very much like i know exactly what i like i know exactly how i want to do things um and it's not always like he's not like rigid in the sense that like oh if i like, for example, if we're going on a car ride, it's not like I have to listen to his music. I can play my music and he's fine with it. You know what I mean? Um, it's just that, like, I don't think I ever got to do that personally. Because, like, I always... 
I always like I always try to present myself as the kid that my parents thought I was and like I never really was you know and now I'm going through this stage where I'm like 20 and I've finally like broken out of the shell of like I'm my parents kid and now I'm more just like I am me you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so I'm like at this point where I'm just like, okay, I need to just fucking figure out who I am because that sounds so fucking cringy when I put it this way. But like, I, I genuinely don't think I, I ever actually explored my identity as like a, um, as a teenager. There were like points in my life as a teenager where I would ask specific questions, um, alluding to other facts, um, <laughs> alluding to other things that I have, we have discussed, uh, mm-hmm. off. off pod yes um yes. as a teenager but i never really thought about it too hard i was just like ah oh, whatever like mm-hmm. and it was because like i never had like a moment i don't know it sounds so weird because like i never i never had like a moment where i was like ah oh, yes this you know it was just kind of like ah oh, yeah. yeah but i don't think that exists i don't think you're going to like it's a yeah it's, it's a progression it's, of and i and I, like, as when I was a teenager, like, I was given some amount of rope where, and I mean, I also, and I think this definitely has to, like, has some uh, correlation with why I was like, you know, let's try to have a more mature demeanor. But, you mm-hmm. know, like, I was, I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and Magic, you know, every morning, every lunchtime. Until mm-hmm. year twelve, when I kind of needed to focus on school shit. Yeah, and I was like happy to just be watching Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and um, yeah, playing that, and like my work money would go to buying Yu-Gi-Oh cards or to comic books or and I, and I felt comfortable in that, and my parents were like, yeah, you know, have that, or my brother, or like. My parents were fine with me drinking. They were like, mm. yeah, just don't be an idiot about it. Mm. And my brother started smoking when he was 16. And my parents were like, your fucking funeral, mate. You've seen, like, mum has smoked since she was younger than that. And mum's whole yeah. thing was like, I remember as a kid, you were telling me to stop smoking. And now you're smoking. <laughs> and my brother hates that he started smoking. But <laughs> they were like, especially from about... Oh, one, once he was 18, they were like, you're a fucking adult now. If you want to smoke, fucking smoke. I'm not going to stop you. But- yeah. My parents would kill me if they ever found out that I smoked. I used to smoke, I should say. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's definitely a cultural thing. Yeah. Or like, I- one day I snuck out of the house with bottles of wine to go mm-hmm. see a friend. When mum mm-hmm. found out, she was like, yeah, did any of you get... She actually saw how much wine we drank and she was like... Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> dr- drink more next time. Drink but she was like, time. "You, you were safe, and you were like, you weren't an idiot about it, mm. and you know, you felt bad for taking something." Yeah. So she was like, "Well, there's a learning experience." So, <sighs> and mm. I, mm. yeah, and I, I think it's just yeah, definitely a cultural thing. So yeah, you, yeah. I, now that you've kind of maybe got a bit more of that financial independence, yeah. I yeah, and, it's, yeah. and you can it's, leave the house a bit more. Uh, well, previously, you could leave the house a bit more. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, 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 now obviously. you can um, leave the house a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of yeah, find yourself an image and... and... Just figure myself out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that, like, yeah, I, I, I definitely, like... 
I think there was a point I, when my parents finally let go of the, the quote-unquote cultural leash that they, they had me by. Uh, when I when I was like 19, I basically when I was 19, I decided, fuck this. I'm not going to listen to my parents when they say, don't go out after 10. I'm going to go out after 10. I want to go out to a bar. I want to drink with my friends. I want to go to my mate's place and crash. That's what's going to happen. I told my, I literally told my mom I, to her face. I was like, mom, I am... This uh, this is the plan for tonight. So it's gonna happen. If you're not okay with that, I don't care. I'm an adult and I'm gonna leave. And I left. And this is again. I'm a ni- oh, like nineteen. Like <laughs> nineteen year old me was cringy. Um, still kinda am. But it's so weird. We started recording this when I was nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. and I think about myself when I'm nineteen. I'm like, you nineteen year old Ben needs to shut the fuck up. Um, and when I'm twenty five, I swear I'll look back on this as twenty five year old Ben. I'm like, Ben, you need to shut the fuck up. Um, oh, well, I mean, I'm twenty five, and I look at nineteen year old Nick. I'm like, just, well, just for one, stop. I'm like, <laughs> no, not just not just stop, but I'm like, one, just be happy in who you are, and right, just right. do stuff that makes you happy. Mm. Mm. Like, stop trying to... I think that was the thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to try to be more... Um, I think I also had an idea of what university should be, and I was trying to give my... Like, yeah. let myself have that image, mm. which was never going to happen and never did happen. <sighs> oh. No, but I was fine with that. Like, I just figured out that... And I was like, yeah, I don't want... I don't want that same as... I Like... I do what I want to do, and that's something I have to kind of always battle with, where it's like, I have to... If it's something I don't want to do, then don't fucking do it. Mm, yeah. Like, you've got to... Or even a current battle is like, do I do what's best for myself, or what's best for the community or society? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Josh, did you ever have, like, a, a phase where, in your 20s, like, early 20s, or is it... Yeah, this is just a, a thing that I am going through right now. No, uh, I had, let me think, one, two, maybe three, fa- yeah, three, three points in my 20s where I kind of had, you know, th- that sort of thought process and I guess how it manifested um, externally as well. So maybe, trying to think, maybe, maybe when I was 21? Then twenty like like progressive like progressively more independent I guess um, mm-hmm. in terms of thinking and all that sort of stuff outside of family and then twenty five um, when I started I guess fully accepting my um, sexuality and all that and yeah. then most recently obviously when I jumped into um, where I am now. Mm-hmm. So, basically 25 and 26. Um, yeah, so there's like three sort of... I can pinpoint basically three distinct times where I, where that sort of happened. And, yeah. You know, like... And and the, the quarter-life crisis thing is... is Like, I, I feel so sad, uh, like, terrible for a lot of, like, the 24-year-olds, 25-year-olds right now, because they, they've been dealt the worst... <laughs> Yeah. Quite possibly the worst of the worst, right? Yeah. Um, and every everyone, you know, that will come and follow that because we have all the other ramifications that stem that are gonna stem from COVID and um, you know, uh the continuing conversation we're having about systemic discrimination. Um 
So that's all of those things that I think, yeah, 20s are, are a time, I think, at least from my, where I sort of look back on it, um, because you have the opportunity to start asking questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will maybe discover things that you're not, you know, you, you find that you're not wholly comfortable with like yeah. ideas and <laughs> stuff like that. Fun times. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you'll confront yourself because it's like, oh, um, this is something that is really important to me and um yeah this you is kind of something figure out what's important what's not you what's kind not of like, like form your own individual set of morals and mm. um personal image like for me it was only last year and the year before i was like you know what why the fuck am i hanging around people that actually make me angry like yeah where mm-hmm. is the like what is the benefit and like what are the pros and cons of hanging around these people and it was that, you know, I might feel good for two to three hours, but then I just feel shit for the next day because I'm like, I'm just pissed off at these people. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, fuck those people. Or previous to that, it was like, do I do what I want to do or do I do what the group wants to do? I was like, no, you know, fuck, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to fucking do it. So, yeah, it, it, it's a difficult question to answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess, you know, for... You know, for us people of color, I get uh, who who did not have that luxury of being able to mm-hmm. uh, escape from the ever watchful eye <laughs> of, of our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that I've noticed, I guess, in friends too, who have had the opportunity, like, um, to go regional, um, to go overseas, right? Um, right. Um, that's an opportunity for them to discover more about themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so, I here's something I've also noticed. It's like I think that like because we are is diasporic the word I think mm-hmm. it is the, the like the fact that we're caught between two cultures basically where like um we I feel like we we tend to like put a lot more stock into our identity because um mm-hmm. I think yeah I think it's like for, at least for me it's because I. I never really, as a, at least as a teenager, as a kid, I never really identified as Nepali, and and then it wasn't until like I had finished high school, and oh, it wasn't until towards the end of high school when I had gone to Nepal um, for a wedding, for my cousin's wedding, and I just like found myself enraptured by the culture and how much I actually loved it, <laughs> and how much I actually like I felt at home there. Yeah, that that, that was... sense of welcoming. Yeah, and. Um, or like figuring out like where you actually not or well, not where you belong, but like more, where more you like, come from. Uh, yeah, yeah, like be, like reconnecting to like a culture that I'm I'm not yeah. I'm I didn't grow up with, but that my, you have my connections parents, to, but yeah. that you are slightly yeah. disconnected yeah. from. Like, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. like the things that my parents used to tell me about all the time. You know, well, I feel oh, the yeah. same with the Dutch community, where yeah. I'm like I like I identify as Dutch a lot more than I do <laughs> as English. Yeah. But, like, I've never been to Holland. Mm. I don't speak Dutch. But, especially when Dad went last year, it's like, mm-hmm. that was somewhere where I was, like, trying to soak stuff up through him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a completely mm. normal thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and so I feel like now that, like, I'm trying to present myself as someone who is an Australian, for sure, <laughs> a Garopia. But also, like, have, like, this strong connection to my roots. Um, 
where I'm, I'm, I feel like I don't want to try too hard with it because, like, obviously I don't have to be like, oh, I'm like to like uh, everybody, oh, I'm Nepali or whatever. Like, I don't like. But I mean, but I mean, it's like okay, because because we are basically discussing what is, I think, a third of my thesis right now. Oh my um, goodness, <laughs> <laughs> we have we have stumbled back in into this the stem um, territory. <laughs> no, no, this is not stem oh, territory. Not, yeah, this okay. is this is psychology, sociology territory. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, it's like for us as diasporic people, mm-hmm. um, this, you know, this period of time, um, particularly in our, in our twenties is important, mm-hmm. um, mostly because it will help us do, you know, um, because we're all trying, we're, we're trying to place ourselves, um, a foot in both camps as it were. Um, if that is something that we even want to consider, like trying to find one's one's position in what either or or both and um is is this whole process that um and it and it shifts to like all all the stuff that I, that I've sort of looked at and have had to sort of defend um or critique about all points to this idea of um belonging in multiple multiple communities um can take many forms so you don't have to wholly um position yourself in in just one Mm -hmm. um but but because it's so individualized so each person um will have their own sort of perspective on where they will see themselves within within the um you know the, the mix of the communities that they belong to um mm-hmm. it's hard to then make generalized statements about diasporic people so it, it's it, it's tricky but mm-hmm. um you know again again we've stumbled into we've stumbled into thesis my thesis land. territory <laughs> what the fuck um yeah. but yeah I, yeah, TLDR, I, uh, TLDR, community uh, belonging is is yeah. is yours to own. I also feel like it's, it's one of the reasons why like diasporic communities put so much emphasis on representation in in like the communities and the um, media that we consume, right? Because mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. For, here's an example, right? Um, recently I learned that in Japan they didn't have a big issue with like natives, like Japanese natives didn't have much of an issue with Scarlett Johansson being major, right? Ghost in the shell, yes. Yeah. And which I found really interesting. I was like, huh. And, um, it was more Asian Americans and, um, Japanese Americans who had a a big problem with it because, and like, (laughs) it, it is a major issue. Whitewashing is a big issue. Um, but, like, I, I found it interesting that it's, um, the diaspora, like, the, the communities that, like, who have roots in Japan and Asia that had, um, more issue with this casting than, than the, the actual nation itself. Mm, that, mm-hmm. the, that the original, um, uh, like, uh, like, material was made in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's the same thing with, um, the farewell. The, yeah. um, and again, yeah, we've we've entered um, my thesis territory thesis again. Territory. Yes, um, it's because you know, it, ugh, I hate going into thesis territory, um, but I, I, it is. I, I just uh, I'll say that I feel it's because I feel it's because we since we're so far away from from where we oh like where like where our culture is like our hub cultural hub 
that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because we, we're so far removed, um, it becomes... It feels like they're, like... It, it feels like it's, um... Not a joke, but, like... It's offensive to us, because we... <sighs> this is so hard to word. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> No, it, it's because we are not. It's because we've never seen ourselves. Yeah. In in yeah, quote unquote Western mainstream media. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why we have to fight for it. Yeah. Um, and that's why Asians in in the mother country mm-hmm. will have a different reaction because Asians in the mother have country have always yeah, seen media. Yeah. Themselves. They consume. Um, yeah. So it, it is. It is that like, and you see this in like SAT. Mm-hmm. Um, you see this pop up every now and again when um, there's stuff about cultural appropriation and mm-hmm. misappropriation. Um, so you know, this is this is something that um, the diasporic community and you know the, the mother country have to the mother community have to sort of yeah. contend with mm-hmm. and be okay that there is a, and I guess not be okay. Um, be aware that there is a difference between uh, in perception when it comes yeah. to stuff mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we drag on for too long, yes. we should probably slowly, slowly, <laughs> um move to wrapping up yes um yeah i don't know i mean i don't really have much else to say i think yeah i just think that like i'm in a state where i'm trying to figure out who i am like so so i guess we'll we'll revisit this in our next let's get deeper volume oh okay maybe maybe i actually wouldn't mind that that'd be pretty cool i'm probably gonna i'm probably sounds so weird to say um i'll probably talk about the thing we've been alluding to uh this whole podcast next time i'm on and then Mm. we'll delve deeper into that in the next quote unquote like let's get deep why did i say quote unquote unquote. (laughs) jesus that'll be the theme for my let's get deeper episode is identity i feel like that was the same thing last time wasn't it It was identity right Mm. So I guess it'll be a revisiting of identity. identity. Deus ex machina. <laughs> I might actually re rewatch that. I'll literally listen to that episode just so that I can like gauge where I'm at now, where like the differences mm. Mm. might be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that'll do it. Nick, do you have anything else you want to add? No, not really. <laughs> not really. Josh, anything else? Um, no, not particularly. No, not I mean, no. this was literally your episode, Ben. It's just me, just fucking. I literally, I, I literally said in the group chat, I want to talk about Haiti because I love it, mm-hmm. um, and that's literally all I did. Um, yes. I also talked about other stuff, but you know, whatever. I, I, this podcast, <laughs> this podcast literally just could have been a mate's great, honestly, honestly. I don't think so. Ah, but yes. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining me, guys. Do you guys have um recommendations? I will start with Josh. Oh, we're starting with me. Okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I will recommend, hang on, let me just bring up the artist. Um, I'm going to recommend a few people. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. So the first recommendation is going to be the a um, non-binary British East Asian artist that I discovered. Oh. Their name is Jason Kwan. So I'm going to recommend you go listen to them on spotify because they just released a new single called give me up to love so go find that oh you were um, playing that before weren't you yes 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 it was very good glam, it sounded very eurovision glam rock opera <laughs> <laughs> um highly on brand 
for um, someone within the queer community. Um, <laughs> so definitely go listen to that. If you want to go follow Jason, let me go bring up their, um, where is it? Uh, Jason Quan Music. That's them on Insta. Um, the other song I'm going to recommend is going to be a song by a Singaporean singer called JJ Lin. Um, so that song is called, uh, is on Spotify, it only has the Chinese um, title. So the Chinese title is called Tiao Huan Yu Sheng. Uh, it's called, uh, I think it's nothing to, oh goodness, what's the English translation for this one? <sighs> okay, so the English translation of the title is No Turning Back. Um, so go find that on uh, Spotify as well. JJ Lin, for people who do not know, is a Mando pop, canto pop singer. Um, and y- usually, like, the songs that I, uh, I've listened to in his discography are very, um, there's, there's, there's romantic tones to it, but also very sad romantic tones to it. Um, so yeah, go, go listen to JJ Lin's No Turning Back and, uh, go follow Jason Kwan. If you want to come follow me, I am Avangpanoi on Twitter and Instagram. Nick, recommendations and socials, please. <laughs> I have two slash three recommends. The first <laughs> is seeing you're talking about Greekness and stuff. People should go check out Dale Kingsmill, who does D&D stuff. Oh. And um, does fairy tales where she talks about fairy tales and their origins, but also talks a lot about mythology. And that's kind of what she was known for in Geek and Sundry vlogs. So she's Australian. She's from Wollongong. And yeah, she talks about a lot of Greek mythology and kind of the backstories to them and also just tells the story. So it's a good thing. So she has YouTube. Uh... Is her YouTube Monarch Factory or Dale Kingsmill? I, I think it's Dale Kingsmill. I think, think it's she may Dale. have changed Monarchs, it. Monarchs, Monarch's it. Factory. It's still Monarch's Factory. It's just Monarch's but I okay. think if you put in Dale, yeah, Dale Kingsmill, D A E L K I N G S M I L L, you will find it. And she, her Instagram and Twitter are also very good, which are Daily Dale. No, yes, Daily Dale. The other two recommends are... I don't know why. These two songs just got stuck in my head. And I was like, people should go listen to them. And it is... I Was Only 19 by Red Gum, which is a song about Vietnam. But then another song got stuck in my head is... I need to make sure I get the artist correct. It is a very related song. It is 19 by Paul Hardcastle. Both songs are about Vietnam War and kind of the shitness of Vietnam War. But yeah, both those songs got stuck in my head. So, they can also get stuck in your head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird recommend, but fucking why not? I, I've recommended so many things that I'm running out of fucking things to recommend. I mean, he's, he's been recommending I can only Survivor recommend Survival so once. Oh get this 40 seasons of it. Oh my, <laughs> my god. lord. Um, um, and then my socials are at NickSoloL on Twitter and Instagram. Dope. Um, okay, I have a lot of recommends this week. I, oh my like, god. I guess this is like just me sharing as much love as I possibly can right now. So, firstly, my uh, my first recommendation is Hades. Go fucking play that game. Go play the shit out of that game. Go romance Thanatos, because he's, he's a he's a good-looking boy. Um, and also romance Megara, because uh, she's... She acts tough, but she's soft on the inside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, go play Hades. It's amazing. Um, 
My second recommendation is the song, the Moon Song from her, because I watched that movie recently for the first time ever, and holy fuck, I, every time I listen to that song, I cry my fucking eyes out. Um, such a great fucking movie, such a great fucking movie. Just ugh, it's such a great song, the Moon Song. Um, third recommendation. <laughs> I know, I know, um, is uh, Three Idiots, which is another, like the movie I talked about today, a Bollywood movie, really good movie, um, but Trigger Warning does deal with suicide and suicidal ideation. And then the last two things that I want to shout out, <sighs> firstly, is my friend Sarah es- uh, Espos- Esposito, I can't even say her last name, Sarah Esposito, she is a um, an artist based in West uh, Virginia? I don't know. I think she moved recently, but um, an artist based in West Virginia. She's an abstract artist. She's my friend. Um, I am actually going to buy some of her artwork uh, when she's able to make new stuff. Um, but she has uh, an an Instagram. It's just Sarah Esposito Art. So Sarah S A R A H E S P O S I T O A R T. She, I think, um, I think she's actually teaching, she's an art prof now, I think. Well, not prof, but she, she's a tutor, I think, an art tutor now. So she like, like, she does like studio stuff and then also teaches a class, um, at her university, which is kind of cool. Uh, she's the same age as me as well and she's accomplished so much more than I have. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I just, I love her artwork so much. It's just this, I don't know. I used to never, I didn't, I was that guy that just never understood abstract art and I still don't really understand it. But whenever I look at her work, I'm just like, it's so pretty. It's just pretty. It's just like, it's just colors and like, it just makes my brain feel nice when I look at them. Um, and she is, she's just an amazing artist and you should go check her out and, and support her in any way you can. Um, the other person I want to shout out is my buddy, Julian, who started the whole rice crack, uh, rice cracker senbei thing. Um, he is a software engineer, I think, but, um, and he's like in his, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a, a, a fucking IT dude. Um, but he's also a fucking magician with the camera. Um, uh, he has an, a website called to see with my eyes.com. Um, it's, just amazing uh he has uh, a he has an album called uh will uh will stir our spirits till we're one which is just photos from japan from his trip to japan with his friends and holy shit he is a god <laughs> he is a god of photography um and i wish i was like half as skilled as him when it comes to a camera um yeah he's just an amazing like amazing photographer and i just i like i really hope that he's able to progress into content creation as a not as like a career per se, but definitely as like a more, more of a serious hobby than it already is for him, which sounds weird to say, but he's like obviously a very serious photographer. Um, also his tattoos have inspired me to get like cool tattoos. He has, uh, <laughs> he has a tattoo of Nezuko, which is from, uh, an, from an anime called Demon Slayer. Um, but he's got it done in like a traditional Japanese art style. He also has like the God of Thunder on one arm and, uh, there's another god that I can't remember on his other, but they're like traditional Japanese. Like a lot of his tattoo, like tattoos are very yakuza like, um, and I fucking love them. Um, dude's also he's Filipino, so he's repping, he's repping the diaspora gang. What's up? Um, but yeah, he's just an amazing fucking dude, and people need to just know who he is. He also streams on Twitch. Um, uh, I think it's it's Marble Pop. That's his thing. He has cat cam. He's just yeah. Everything like everything this man touches is gold. Like I I can't gush enough about this guy's like 
just everything he does. He has a cool cat. His like bit rate for like streaming is insane because he he lives in LA and like fucking just and then he's like his camera he's like a he has like a professional camera for his webcam that he's hooked up to his Elgato so like it's just crisp crisp you know just everything bro everything he touches is gold and you should check him out um that was a very long winded way of saying go see my friends work because they're cool um and you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at bins in the air um or on Instagram uh, at bin bin the trash tin um. I haven't posted anything in there in a while, but I am planning on doing more stuff this month. Next month? This month, because it'll be out. Yeah, uh, this month, because I have an actual prompt for the month. <laughs> so I actually have things to do. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my stuff. <sighs> right, so um, you can find this podcast. Uh, it's at Great Mates Podcast everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You can yes. find this podcast on <laughs> at Great Mates Podcast everywhere. Um, you can also, or yeah, you can also f- um, find us on most listening platforms, um, except SoundCloud. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's. Am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. Um, well, we might we might actually be on Audible. <gasps> Wait, what? Yes, that's a thing. That oh that that goodness. could be a thing. So okay, are um, they paying us? Because fucking ooh, apparently Audible's been giving podcasts are big we money. Paid. <laughs> if, are we being if, paid? Do we get? Well, paid? I guess they we'll can find fucking out. pay. What's the cunt's name? Fucking which one? Joe Rogan. Wait, didn't he? Didn't he go to Spotify? I don't, Spotify, Audible, the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're both paying I, big I money know. to try to monopolize the podcasting world. No, well, monopolize everything, really. Well, especially with Audible being Amazon. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I think I've covered everything. Um, um, yeah. Other podcasts? Oh, yes, other podcasts. We have other podcasts. <laughs> Like, Name God. them. Um, I actually don't Name know them, the, the socials for them, but I do know that one of them no, is called no, no, Let's you... Get Deeper, which I shall okay. be appearing on, I think, soon now, because I think that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, not this volume. I can tell people this, right now. Not, not this, this volume. Next volume. Um, Potentially. We also have the Intercommunity Podcast, and mm-hmm. we also have uh, Unpack This Brain. Mm-hmm. And then... and uh, Wait, we have another? Oh, uh, and uh, Spoiler for Days, <laughs> of course. Freaking... Which I have, I feel like I, I want to kind of do a spoilers for days on her because I want to rewatch that movie because I bought it recently and I'm just like, I just need to. Watch I mean, that go movie for your again. life, huh? Go for your life. I just, I need to. Talk I'm not about stopping that movie. you. It's so good, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that is. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>